As we think about these five words, I want you to begin to picture in your mind who you might say these words to. I want to thank you. That's what we're going to be doing this morning. We're going to have a chance to thank someone personally, either through a letter or uh, through a verbal testimony this morning. A New York Times article cited a study that linked the practice of gratitude to the following things, better health, sounder sleep, less anxiety, and less depression, higher long-term satisfaction with life, and this is a key, and kinder behavior towards others, especially those in your family. I said, wow, the scientists got it right. You know, they could have read the Bible and understood that because Proverbs 17.22 says, being cheerful keeps you healthy. In the ESV version, you've heard it this way, a joyful heart is good medicine. And so we're going to practice good medicine this morning, biblically, as we take the time to write something to someone this morning. You're going to see that in your bulletin. There's a thank you note that looks like this. In a moment, you'll get to use that and be thinking who you might want to express thankfulness to today. How do we cultivate thankfulness and gratitude and thanksgiving as a way of life? Well, this morning we'll do that in one very specific way as we thank those around us. Now, most of the time we're thankful for things or I'm thankful for, and so today we're thankful for the who more than the what today. Think of the who that you might be thankful for. Now, why is expressing gratefulness and thanks um, so important to our life? I want to suggest three reasons. One, because of the importance of appreciation. It tells others that they are valued. Now, how many of you, be honest, have ever kind of been in that point in your life where you felt a little devalued? Anybody? There's six of us. We, our support group starts tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't want to have the whole pity party, but I could tell you right now that if you're a mother of somebody of chronological age of less than two, the whole appreciation doesn't always come through for you. Any, any moms with kids under the age of two presently in their life? Anybody with presently in this room? We see a few. Because they don't really tell you how much they love you, do they? They just go, I want more. And they do three things, which we all know they are. We won't discuss those things. Some of One of which is very disgusting. And so... Expressing thanks is so important to our, to our life. Someone said it this way, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. So today, we're going to be giving out some gifts today, not just talking about it, but actually doing it through our written word. The other thing I was thinking about in terms of appreciation, why is it that we wait till someone dies before we tell the world about how much they meant to us, right? We've all been to those memorial services where, man, you hear the, the tributes given and you go, wow, I wish I would have known that person or I wish I would have said something to someone sooner. Uh, I think that the idea of sharing in the now what we appreciate about someone is so important, so important. G.K. Chesterton said it this way, when it comes to life, the critical thing is whether you take things for granted or take them 
with gratitude. So let's show appreciation to one another today. Secondly, it's important to share thanks and gratitude to people, and especially family and friends, is because of the idea of belonging. It tells people, I need you. We need each other. There are no lone rangers here at ABF. Uh, We can't do the Christian life alone. We need each other. And then thirdly, it's context. It it keeps life in perspective. When we're thankful for things in our life, it kind of evens out all the ups and downs that are happening in our life. Now, I think ultimately the most important thankfulness piece is for our vertical relationship with the Lord. But today, we know you do that. But today, we're giving you a chance to share that horizontally with those that are sitting in this room. There's an Irish uh, saying that goes like this, get down on your knees and thank God you are on your feet. And we want to do that today as we thank people that God have brought into our lives. Ephesians 5.20 says it this way, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything, and that everything includes those of you here at ABF. So what should we be thanking them for? Well, our scripture today really shares that. Look at the screen with me, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. There are three specific things we want to thank, be thankful for in other people's lives. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, as is, is right, because your faith is growing abundantly. Circle the word faith in your Bible. And the love of every one of you have for one another is increasing. Circle the word love. Therefore, we ourselves boast about you in the churches of God for your steadfastness, circle that, and faith in all your persecutions and in the afflictions that you are enduring. So I think there are three things we want to, I want to kind of challenge your thinking as you write these notes today, as you think about thanking someone today, as you verbalize it. The things Paul was thankful for is, first of all, an enlarged faith. Now, we know that an enlarged heart is not good, but an enlarged faith, that is good, right? And the question I want you to jot down in your mind is, what has been the impact of their faith on your life? Who has really impacted your faith in your life by seeing their faith? Now, I did this last hour, and it worked pretty good. All I have in my notes is illustrate, and there's no name there. And so if you notice why I was kind of scanning the audience as I want to pick someone from the audience that you've been an example of, of faith for me, and I think he's in the back of the room. Is Matt McCormick here? I know he was handing out bulletins. There's Matt. Matt has been a phenomenal example of faith for me in my life. Um, he happens to also be my real estate agent, so that's also a, a bonus here. But the bottom line is, if you talk to this guy Jesus just exudes from his mouth. Anybody he's around, he's telling them about Jesus. It was kind of interesting as we went to look for houses to buy um, that I would come to look at the house and I could never find Matt because he's off sharing his faith with the homeowner, you know? Come on, Matt. You're helping people find a house. And I'm thinking, isn't that cool? The pastor's looking at the house and he's sharing Jesus. I go, humbling, humbling. Um, but actually, it created some wonderful opportunities for us just to, to do life together. And so, thank you for your faith, Matt. I appreciate it. An enlarged faith. Secondly, it says in the Scriptures that they had this exemplary love. Exemplary love. Now, I've, I've scanned the audience, and I tried to pick somebody else out, but I'm telling you, I can't get anywhere farther than the second row right here. And she's at the end. Oh, she happens to be my wife. 
Um, and you notice she doesn't whisper in her mouth, what do you want? She is that example of loving kindness. And um, honey, I want you to know that I had a whole last hour to write you a note. And so I'm not going to read it because otherwise it would make this go way too long. And we know what happens when I talk about my wife. So we'll just put that right back here. But she's a great example of that exemplary love. Then thirdly, this enduring perseverance. And I'm going to call it hope. All right, hope, that perseverance that hangs on no matter what. Now, don't you see those same three, faith, hope, and love, throughout the Scriptures? You see it in 1 Corinthians 13, right? Faith, hope, and love. And that triad of qualities are so important for us to affirm one another in and seeing that hope. How has their life inspired you to persevere through a difficult time? As you look at people in our congregation, how has their life inspired you to hang in there. We know that we need to thank God in our circumstances, and that's hard sometimes. Uh, uh, James 1 says, consider all joy when you encounter various trials, knowing the testing of your faith produces endurance. It's hard when you're in the trial, but sometimes seeing somebody else's example during that time is so helpful to us. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, if you want to know what God's will for your life is, is be thankful in all circumstances, even when that's difficult. I think it's John Maxwell that says that life is 10%, and what happens to, uh, what happens to me in life is 10%, and 90% is how I choose to react to it. Now, I could have picked a lot of people in this room for this enduring hope, but I'm going to pick Eric and Kelly Moore. Most of you don't have any knowledge of who they are, but they're sitting about six rows back, and they have been a great example of persevering. I won't go into their whole story, but something we've been praying for them for a long, long time, it still hasn't happened, but they're hanging in there. They're trusting God for that. And as if you look at people in this congregation, there are many of you that sit quietly, silently, no one knows your situation, and yet you're being faithful to God, and, and we want to thank you for that, and um, we realize that it, it's not always easy. So, have you ever had that experience where you said, you know, I really should write someone a note. I should really write to them and say, thank you for, well, you're going to get a chance right now. Chad's going to set this up in just a moment, so be thinking about who it is that you want to thank, and remember how does Paul thank people for? Look, remember those three things. He thanks them for their faith. He thanks them for their love. He thanks them for their persevering hope. That's what we want to be to each other today. Feels good to say thanks, doesn't it? We're, hopefully you were blessed by this morning. A special thanks to Michael Lubin and for Stephanie for putting together that video. Weren't those fun to hear stories of thankfulness? We're grateful for that. Well, the nice thing is this is the whole idea is to be doers of the word and not just hearers of it. And this opportunity to say thank you can really ripple into our whole life, can become a lifestyle, if you will. Let's allow that to happen in our lives this week. Let me pray as we close. Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity to say thank you. And we recognize this morning that you're the giver of all good gifts. You're the one that provides the relationships the people that we care about so deeply. You're the source. We thank you for that, God. Pray now as we go into our week that we would be ones who actually follow 
this example seen in Scripture that we actually take the opportunity to say thank you to those we love. I pray that these cards that were written today would really bless and encourage lots of people this week. It may even be that boost that was so desperately needed. Thank you so much for your kindness to us. Pray this all in the strong name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. Amen. Have a wonderful week. Thank you.